Vincent Bay of Sports Menace Lamont. We back another podcast episode. And, and we got to talk about this situation as we start the 2022-23 NBA season. Boston Celtics head coach Ime Udoka suspended for the entire year. I mean, if you don't know about this particular situation, you've been living under a rock. But Ime Udoka was suspended for the entire season after it was discovered by Boston Celtic Brass that he had an affair with a staffer. And now when details initially came out about this particular situation, the first thing everyone assumed was, hold on, a year-long suspension for just an affair? In the NBA, we're talking about in the NBA, an affair you know, most people assume maybe 10 games, 20 games, something like that. But for him to be suspended for an entire season, many surmise that there had to be more to this story than meets the eye. So gradually over time, as with many of these stories, as much as the Boston Celtics wanted to keep this story under wraps, they wanted to keep the names of the people involved private, things got leaked and details got found out and some of the details that got found out are very alarming. But I think the most alarming thing about this particular story is how the media is not disclosing the truth on what's really going on. It seems like there's, once again, whether it's ESPN, whether it's Fox, doesn't matter. It seems like people are trying to steer and push the negative that Ime Udoka is the villain and that the woman involved in the affair is now the victim. And I think that's the angle that's getting pushed. That's what I don't like. So, you know, here at FYF Sports, we are here to kind of disclose to everyone the real facts of what's going on. Um, but we're going to start from the beginning. We're going to go over some things that everyone may or may not know. And then we're going to slowly, slowly go into some of the truths that the media isn't talking about. So we know that Ime Yudoka and his mistress were allegedly caught having an affair. Um, but how they were caught, well, they were caught, and this has been confirmed. They were caught because the woman who is the wife of one of the Boston Celtics um, vice presidents discovered that there was an affair going on because he listened in to a phone call on a ring doorbell cam, cam when she was talking to uh, Yudoka on her front porch. And so he was listening in, he got all the details, he kind of put two and two together, he figured out something was going on. He even himself hired a private investigator to kind of figure out what was going on and he figured out that there was something fishy going on with his wife and Boston Celtics head coach, Ime Udoka. Now, this is where the entire story gets messy. And this is the exact part of the story where obviously the Boston Celtics didn't want these particular details getting leaked out, but ESPN is not being forthright about the truth from this point forward. Now, when it was found out that he believed she was having an affair with Boston Celtics head coach Ime Udoka, he confronted his wife, as what many people would do. He confronted her. 
He asked for the details, but as what do most people who get caught in these particular situations do? They deny, they backtrack, they lie, they deflect. And that's exactly what happened here. So the first thing that happened was she denied everything and she said that head coach Ime Udoka had been stalking her and harassing her and pursuing something with her for months. And she claimed stalking and harassment. As the husband, he said, okay, if that's the claim that you want to make, we're going to take this to Boston Celtics brass. We're going to see what they want to do with it. So obviously when you take those types of allegations to the Boston Celtic front office, they need to investigate this to a certain degree. Because a lot of people were wondering, why did Boston hire a law firm to investigate this? Why would they need a law firm to investigate something that has now been deemed as a consensual relationship? This was consensual between these two. That, that was the end result that they disclosed to everyone. So the reason why the Boston Celtics, the reason why the Boston Celtics initially even hired a law firm to look into this is because they were trying and were wanting to protect themselves for matters of legality because there was a potential one of their one of the the vice one of the vice presidents for the Boston Celtics had a wife who was making allegations saying that he was stalking and harassing her. At this point in time, she had not confessed and just simply admitted to what was going on. So what did she do? She led the Boston Celtics in a circle of investigations. And so when you get powerhouse law firms investigating these things, they're ultimately going to get down to the truth. They're going to pull text messages. Yudoka was very forthright with providing his text messages, providing information from his side. And after looking at phone records, text messages, IG messages, this law firm came back and said, hold on. This was a consensual relationship. She, she wasn't being stalked. She was a willing participant in this. She wasn't being harassed. She was also sending racy messages back and forth with Yudoka. Albeit inappropriate, yes, especially within the workplace, they both actively participated in this behavior. The Boston Celtics did not hire a law firm because they feared that their head coach was having a consensual affair with one of the VP's wives. They hired the law firm because the woman initially claimed, she initially claimed, and is trying to defend and deflect and trying to deny, she said that he was harassing and stalking her. But then she didn't expect the Boston Celtics to hire a law firm. They did their due diligence. They followed up on these things. And they, they came to find out that there was a consensual affair between the two. And this was something that Udoka, when confronted about this particular issue, he was very honest with the Boston Celtics organization. He came out immediately. When they talked to him about it, he, when, he, when they spoke with him, he let them know what the relationship was, she was still in denial. It took the law firm exposing that this was consensual for him to even be believed. Here's the next problem that ESPN or the Boston Celtics did not want to get disclosed. 
Now you have a vice president who's extremely pissed off because you cannot proceed business as usual after a law firm discovers that the VP's wife is now having an affair with the head coach. This is now an entirely messy situation. It's an internal situation, but it's extremely toxic and messy. And we've seen what these types of situations can do to teams when it just involves teammates and maybe some woman or some, some IG model or something that two players are fighting over. It can literally tear teams apart from the inside out. Now imagine if you have two of the leaders of your organization going through this type of thing and this toxicity is going to be running throughout the whole team for the whole season. So the Boston Celtics were at a, in a point where something had to be done. Something serious had to be done. Now the determination of, okay, how serious does the punishment need to be, right? Yudoka coming off a really good season. You're talking about coming off a season where no one predicted the Celtics to even get to the Eastern Conference Finals. They get to the NBA Finals. They have the best defense in the league. And he's found a way to get the two young stars to coexist when this puzzle really couldn't be solved by anyone else. But now they have a new problem on their hand. The head coach that led them to all of this is in hot water because of this situation that he created. Now, what makes this or what magnifies this situation by 10 or 20? Because this was something that could have been kept in-house and handled privately behind closed doors. Maybe he takes a leave of absence or something like that. But why did they have to? A lot of people always are asking this question. Why did the Celtics come out publicly and speak on this matter publicly? Right? Stephen A. Smith was very upset that they came out publicly and talked about Udoka being accountable in this situation, but the Celtics never released the names of the woman, right? Kendrick Perkins asked what happened to the woman? Was she fired? Was she removed from her position? Is she going to get punished or penalized? The Celtics said, no, Udoka is the only one getting penalized. And now people are asking questions. Hold on. How is Udoka a willing participant in a consensual relationship facing the harshest suspension, yet the other party walks away sky-free? This is why. The VP, whose wife cheated on him, is now disgruntled. Now, obviously, sources that I've spoken to about this, I can't really disclose names or where I get this information. Um, but this information was also alluded to by Matt Barnes, and we'll go over what Matt Barnes said. And Matt Barnes even couldn't disclose this part of it because if it gets leaked, it gets leaked. I won't be the one to leak it. I'm not going to disclose names. But basically, the VP of the Boston Celtics is now a scorned lover. He's a scorned lover. He wants Udoka fired. He wants Udoka removed. He, and now he is threatening to tell every media outlet, TMZ, ESPN, TMZ Sports, he's threatening to take his story to every media outlet and expose what the Boston Celtics have going on in their organization. If they don't capitulate to his demands of immediately firing Ime Udoka. Now, the Boston Celtics pit with this dilemma have to make a decision. We have a VP who obviously you cannot fire him. He's disgruntled. 
right? Probably not handling the situation in the most professional manner because he's bringing a ton of emotions into the workplace, but he does have a right to be pissed. And pissed he is, but now he's threatening to take this story to bigger publications. And this is the last thing an NBA team needs going into training camp, going into starting their season. The last thing they need is TMZ down their back with some racy story about something going on internally with the coach and the staffer. It just wouldn't be good. So the Celtics made the decision. Let us just be the first ones to break the news. If we're the first ones to break the news, who cares if TMZ talks about it? We talked about it first. We put it out there. You guys do with it what you want, and we've doled out a punishment. But because they were forced with coming out publicly with this information, it put them in a very peculiar situation. And so from what I've been told, the initial thought was to spend Udoka indefinitely through training camp, through preseason, and then look to bring him back early in the regular season. But as this story grew legs and more and more people started to speculate on it, speculate on this story to the point where even on ESPN, information, and this was misinformation, misinformation was even leaked saying that Udoka sent the woman inappropriate comments, which was a lie. This was proven by not just the law firm that the Celtics hired, but also the private investigator that the VP hired to look into the situation. This was a lie. Every comment and every action in this particular affair was consensual. Any inappropriate message that he sent to her was responded to with an equally inappropriate message um, in acceptance of anything that they had going on behind the scenes. This has all been confirmed. There is for, for the people that are thinking that there's some level of legality involved here or that there are other women particularly involved or harassment or, or sexual misconduct, that absolutely did not happen in this case. And the funny thing is, the only person who was honest and forthright about all of the details from day one has been Ime Yudoka. The other party, the woman who lied initially, who created this big stir, who created this investigation by lying, saying that she was wrong, that she was a victim. Then it was found that she lied. She faced no punishment. She didn't lose her job. The only thing that she's facing right now is a paid leave. So that's where we are right now. That's how we get here. But Celtics head coach, they suspended Ime Udoka for the 2022-23 season. There have been a ton of people chiming in this, on this. We've seen what Malika Andrews had to say. To me, it was just extremely funny that she spoke on the situation. And when she spoke on the situation, when Stephen A. Smith asked the same questions that not just me, but Stephen A. Smith and Kendrick Perkins asked, what's going on with the woman? How is she not punished? Malika Andrews wants to make this some type of women's victim march as if they are targeting women and she's citing on ESPN to not blame women when that's not what we're doing. She says we need more information before we can discuss that aspect of it. But the funny thing is, Malika Andrews, the funny thing is I never heard you say that about the Deshaun Watson situation or any of these situations involving a man. I never heard you come out and say, well, we need more information. 
right? You guys never received the grand jury details. Um, I was the only one to talk about the grand jury details and why Deshaun Watson wasn't cr charged criminally. You guys had information at disposal, but you guys allowed people to speak on Deshaun Watson and against his name as if he was guilty with a lack of information that you actually had access to. Just, just very funny here when it comes to this unidentified woman who's now been identified, it's about protecting her and waiting till more information comes out. And we know the Boston Celtics are doing everything possible to not release any additional names, to not release any additional details with regards to the inner workings of this story. And the only thing that we can hope for is that something gets leaked to a media outlet that kind of exposes and brings some truth to this particular situation. So I think one of the things that surprised me was um, Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes initially came out and supported Ime Udoka. He said basically this particular type of situation, relationships between obviously players, cheerleaders, player staff, it, this thing is commonplace in the NBA. He, he even talked about how he played in the league a long time um, and, and said this is a very common occurrence across all teams in the NBA. Generally, things don't get this toxic or messy. That's the only difference. But then he came out, he deleted his IG post, and Matt Barnes said, without knowing all the facts, he says, I spoke to Yudoka's defense, and he says, after finding out facts, he says, I erased my post because the situation in Boston is deep. It is messy. That is true. He says, it's 100 times uglier than any of us thought. He shared in an Instagram video. He further said, he further said, some things happen that I can't condone, I can't back, and it's not my place to tell you what happened. So obviously, just like many NBA players and many NBA insiders, there's another level to this story that's not getting released publicly. He says, but he says, if it ends up coming out, it ends up coming out. But that was the reason why I erased my post, because after I posted it, I got a call from someone who had details and shit is deep. And just like what he got. And, you know, I hope additional details for this particular story comes out. The story is messy, right? It's it's almost a soap opera movie that would make millions. You're talking about a VP, a head coach, the, 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 the success that they had last year, the fall of Udoka, right? You have a scorned lover in the VP. You have a deceptive woman who's lying, trying to cover and backtrack. And, and trying to clean up a mess that she helped create. You have Yudoka and a Hollywood girlfriend. I mean, you have so much madness everywhere. You have so much deception everywhere. Um, this is going to end potential relationships. This is going to break up potential families. I mean, this situation is messy. I mean, there were a ton of Boston Celtics internal uh, internal policies violated by a number of parties. Um and again, the law firm involved, and if the Celtics want to leak this information, or if they, you know, I hope that there's a day that where they're willing to be forthright about this and allow all of the details to come out. I'm not particularly sure at this time, but I think people need to back off of Udoka. Yes, he was wrong. Udoka's already serving his punishment. He suspended for the 2022-23 season. Hopefully, no more flagrant allegations that are untrue come out because I think anything with regards to the stalking and harassing, those are just attempts to prevent him from coaching ever again. 
And those are unfounded accusations that have nothing to do with this particular situation. So uh, again, we're going to see as time goes, how the direction that ESP, ESPN goes, maybe ESPN just completely moves away from this situation. Maybe it's too messy for them to continue to address. Um, maybe they just dive full-fledged all in and they allow the cast of feminists that they have over there, Malika Andrews, her sister, Molly Karam, and they can all just go attack Udoka with reckless abandon for the facts on hand. I don't know the direction that they're going to go, but again, it's our job here at FYF Sports, man, to disclose the facts made available to us. And so basically to summarize this, again, you have an affair with the head coach. You have a scorn lover, the VP of the Boston Celtics. You have a woman who lied when caught, made accusations against the head coach, not thinking that the Boston Celtic organization would take this extremely seriously and bring in a law firm to investigate it. And I think that's when things got shaky for everyone involved. Um, and this situation could have easily have been prevented with a little bit of honesty. But I think we all know that feeling. We all know in certain situations, I mean, it's happened to the best of us. Um, sometimes you make these types of mistakes and you, you, you lie, you get caught up in lies and you create a whirlwind mess of problems that you never saw coming. So again, Udoka, man, these coaches, these NBA players, just kind of going forward into the future, you guys gotta be smarter, um, especially as athletes. I mean, ESPN and some of these media outlets are extremely thirsty to throw your name on the front page of websites, on the headlines of Sports Center, and then really talk about these situations in a manner that are gonna paint you as a villain. Um, not as not as just a human who made a mistake. And so, again, it's just a learning lesson. I hate that it had to happen to Yudoka. I mean, he was on his way to being a great coach in the NBA. And I hope this one mistake um, doesn't end that trajectory. Um, you know, if, if this situation plays out as it is right now and it quiets, I expect that he would have a coaching job next year. I think he can move past it as is. But the only thing that can really muddy this is how messy the media chooses to make this. What lies do they want to push? What narratives do they want to push? And is the media, will they be willing to be truthful and honest, especially if the facts come out in support of Udoka as opposed to the woman who the media is claiming is the victim? You guys. Let me know your thoughts on this particular video, man. I think it's a great topic to continue talking about, especially when we go live. Um, the Celtics, I mean, I saw them play in preseason today against the Charlotte Hornets, man. They look great. I'm talking about from top to bottom. They have a ton of decisions to make because they're going to have to cut some really good players. Um, and so, again, J Joe Mazzula has now picked up the reins over there. It, Malika Andrews has already tried to do her homework on Joe Mazzula, tried to slander his name for think for mistakes that he made when he was 18 over 17 years ago. I mean, she's already she's already trying to tear down the next head coach, right? She didn't care when Joe Mazzula was hired as the assistant, who's been there for multiple years. She didn't care then. But when he now has to take over, she's the one there trying to tear him down, trying to bring up demons of the past that had absolutely nothing to do with what's going on today. 
right. I think we're just gonna have to do a full video on Malika Andrews because she's becoming messier and messier as each day goes by. Um, but you know what? These are the women. These are the women of color that, uh, you know, ESPN did not really care about skill, execution, performance when they put these women in place. Obviously, throughout 2020, as Rachel Nichols said, their goal was to put as many black faces on camera as possible to push a certain perception, and they did not care about the quality of, of work that these people would output. So again, there were a ton of people supporting Malika Andrews getting put into this top spot, and now she starts to show her true colors. Now she, she started to show she's a poor journalist, she doesn't do much research, and she has a lopsided look at sports because it's all core-centric around femin feminism and, and feminist talking points. But this is what you got. So this is some of the things that obviously we got to talk about the Rachel Nichols situation more. She just did an interview uh, with Steven Jackson on that and, 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 uh, on that podcast. But it but everything's starting to come to light now because a lot of the people that we've criticized in the past are now showing their true colors. ESPN is getting worse and worse with allowing people like Malika Andrews and Molly Karam to carry on this charade right here. I mean, they created this monster where these women can say anything and absolutely get no pushback. I mean, what Stephen A did with Malika Andrews a week ago, that was literally the first time anyone on air has stopped this nonsense in its process, shut it down and called it for what it was. That's literally the first time it happened. And it happened with Stephen A. Smith, somebody, this is a guy that everybody calls the biggest coon in sports. They say he hates black people. He's trying to, Kwame Brown's running around saying he's trying to take money out of people's pockets. As I told, I told everybody you need to pump the brakes on pointing the fingers so quickly because the real culprits to a lot of this stuff going on are able to move through the shadows, say things when it's popular to say them, all right? And, and then cry, cry to whatever movement is going on right now it's the feminist movement in 2020 it was blm i don't know what movement is coming next maybe the lgbtq that is yet to be seen hey but it's fyf sportsman it's been another great podcast episode make sure you guys spam up the comments let me know your thoughts on this particular situation do you think Udoka will coach again do you think he should come be allowed to come back this year and coach all right what do you think should come of this just messy situation created within the organization? How do the Celtics resolve this? And should they vilify the woman just as much as they vilify you, Doka? You guys, let me know in the comments your thoughts to this. I'm curious to see the direction we go with this. And when we go live again, it will be a topic for conversation. But it's FYF Sportsman, another great podcast episode. We will be back with more sports news. But until then, it's FYF Sports. And we out.